10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Archuleta, and this is Post Credits, the live show that we do for the last ones in podcast. With me, I believe we have E. Hello. And Robbie. Hey. How's it going, guys? It's going. Oh, you know. That great, huh? (laughs) I mean, it's my day off, so I've just been sleeping the way that I usually do on my days off. Right, as you should. Well, maybe not as you should, but as you definitely do. <laughs> yeah. Should I? He's maybe only allowed not, to sleep do one I? day a night, one day a week. Yes. <laughs> also, hey, Shocky and Kyrie in the chat there. Um, yeah, so how have you guys enjoyed these last two weeks uh, not recording an episode? You weren't supposed to record? Oh, that's <laughs> weird. That explains why you were just in the room all day. Yeah, huh. Huh. <laughs> oh, also, hi, Sam. You're here in the chat. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll just uh, ask some questions then. Start with Robbie. Uh, what's up, man? What's uh, what, you, what you been doing? You been watching anything? Listening to anything? Reading anything? Playing anything? Thing, thing? So I did get started on The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, um, hey. Wow, you got yeah, through uh, The Last of Us 1 pretty quickly from... The last time we talked then. Yeah, uh, that's mostly because I had like those four days off. So in those four days off, like uh, both me and Jell ended up beating it. And Jell in particular, like she made sure that I uh, that I didn't start the second one until she had beaten the first one and saw that whole storyline and everything. And then she just started (laughs) playing it without me. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) So she's ahead of me on part two now. Um, Other than that, uh, there have been some things I've been watching lately. Like I've been watching a lot of philosophy tube lately. Never Which is just it. a, uh, it, it's a channel on YouTube. It's a guy who does like a whole bunch of different philosophy. Uh, I guess you can say questions on his channel, but it, for one, it's long form content. So it's good for me to listen to while I'm at work. Cause like his recent videos are like 35 minutes long, 30, 34 minutes long, 46 minutes long, an hour and a minute long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, <laughs> but That's it just like it, long content. yeah, uh, but it makes for, like I said, it makes for good stuff to listen to while you're doing something else. And also it gives you something to chew on and make, gives you something to think about while you're listening to it. So I rather enjoy it. Nice, nice. Um, also on the less uh, philosophical side, uh, I started watching a movie. It, it's a YouTube movie, but it's like a full-on movie uh, called Killer <laughs> Bean Forever. Killer oh, Bean one. Forever. Yeah. But just by the name of it, you probably couldn't tell what it actually is. Um, It is about a killer bean, but it's like we're it's like a bunch of coffee beans. Okay, uh, that are talking jelly bean. We talking like yeah, the important questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's a bunch of coffee beans, but they're you know CGI animated coffee beans, and it's almost like the best way I can describe what I've seen of it so far 
is it's John Wick meets VeggieTales. Huh. Okay. Well, also, I I'm, guess I'm like, fairly certain it's older than John Wick. I think it is. It is like the actual idea of uh, Killer Bean, but like the Killer Bean Forever movie came out, I think, like two years ago. But mm. the original Killer Bean short that was made was like made in 1996. So it's like it predates YouTube even. How, who who even produced it? Where did they even put it out at? Uh, it, it's just on YouTube. But it was made in like, 1996. So like, where where did they put it out? Do they just have it? Yeah, I don't know where a, they put the original. He, he made a demo, out. basically. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. See if he can get people invested in it. Huh. Okay. Which I think that might have been like the start of the guys working like CG animation for movies and stuff like that. Uh, I'll have to do a little bit more research to say for sure, but that's what I've come across so far was that. But it's ended up making like a full on movie as like a little passion project with him and like a handful of friends. Okay. Okay. He also like maxed out credit cards to get that going. Yeah. That that was a lot of the (laughs) nineties. Yeah. Maxing out credit cards. In order to make your weird yeah. little indie project, for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ever make your own little indie project and everyone go into extreme debt and then have rich people blame that we're uh, ruining the economy because we try to follow our dreams that they said for us to follow. Exactly. See, Robbie gets it. You're yeah. supposed to follow your dreams. The 90s. That means working minimum wage. Because your dreams shouldn't cost more than minimum wage. You have too big of dreams. Have smaller dreams. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but continue oh, giving man. us money. <laughs> um, so, Killer Bean, John Wick meets Veggie Tales. I assume the animation style is um, Veggie Tales style, like rounded CG, like looks like it's not great. I assume. No, it's really like, good, honestly. It is pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Like, um, I'd say like Toy Story two animation. Okay. Okay. Maybe Toy Story 1, just because, like, the way that they move, but, like, way, way over-the-top action. But that's, I guess that's actually also why I said VeggieTales. Like, the animation style kind of reminds me of VeggieTales. Huh. Okay. But, okay. Uh, it, it is, like, John Wick-style action that they have on it, but just with a bunch of coffee beans. So it's absurd and weird and kind of dumb, but I like it. All right, all right. That definitely sounds like a, a Robbie thing, like a Robbie uh, yeah. thing to be into. <laughs> Rude. Uh, not in a bad way, just Robbie has a very distinct <laughs> taste in things that are from the 90s. <laughs> that also, like I said, that being said, I think Killer Bean Forever came out like maybe two years ago. Right, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, two years ago. But then again, it's like seven or eight people made... Uh, a full-on CGI movie. So, you know, that takes a little bit of time to do. I assume they have a Patreon and stuff like that going. The most I can tell is that they have a merch store. Hmm. Well, and, I Because, mean, like, yeah, I, I looked up the merch store for it, and it's, it's like an Etsy store. So I think, like, they just... That's how they make all their money is off of that. That being said, there's 21 million views on the movie. All right, so they've probably made an okay chunk of change, hopefully. Yeah, I but hope honestly, so. well, probably not enough to actually to warrant pay back the what they worked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that also being said, they're actually starting like an episodic thing. Uh, the lot like they yeah they made an episodic thing. The very first uh, episodic episode came out two months ago, and the second one came out two weeks ago. So maybe they are making money off of it. 
Maybe, or now they're trying to make money off of it. I mean, probably the hardest part was the assets and like character creation and stuff like that. So after right. that, you well, would assume yeah, that maybe yeah. the rest of it. Well, yeah, but like once you have like once you've worked on the feature film for it, like and you use that same animation style, I assume they hopefully have some sort of like streamlined thing down. I would hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Sam says in the chat, looked at pics and looks McDonald's produced. Just the look of the character. Yeah. Like, like I said, you know, that's what I could think of. Behind them. Like, looks McDonald's produced in a way that, like, it looks creepy like they're weird mascots before, or looks McDonald's produced like looks like a plastic toy out of McDonald's? Like, looks like a plastic toy, I would say. Okay, let me let me look this up. I have a computer in front of me. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah. What yeah, was it called? Angry Bean or something? Computer in your pocket. A killer Bean. Yeah, look up Killer Bean Forever. Killer Bean Forever. Oh, okay. I, I'm aware that this thing exists. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> Once I saw the weird like bean dude, because he reminds me of a uh, Chex Quest. Yeah, a little bit. I can see the that. Video game Chex Quest? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you can actually still find Chex Quest, speaking of that. I think yeah, it's you on can, Steam. Yeah, you can in fact get yeah. a remastered version on Steam. I think it's free even, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's still free. Um you could they actually were they enough like the original ones you're talking about because I had the original game. Apparently they made a trilogy of it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I know this because I looked it up one day and like I was able just to find the entire trilogy for free online because the original games were for free. Nice. <laughs> Honestly, though, that is like the best marketing. Like, mom, you gotta give me more checks mix because I need to play the second checks quest. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I fucking love checks quest. It was super fun. Doom like. I mean, yeah, yeah it, it, it Doom clone. It is one hundred percent Doom clone. Doom. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly that but like doom yeah i was gonna say so it funny. is 110 percent a doom clone uh the thing about that though is like i don't know if it's actually illegal because the original doom is um open like source, the software is, for, right. yeah, is open source yeah so you can use it for pretty much whatever you want to use it for so they could use it because it was open source uh that's actually why they get doomed to run on literally everything is yeah. because it's open source and you can get it literally just to run on everything yeah yeah Cool. Well, I get, I'm I'm going to ask Robbie, how far along are you in Last of Us Part Two? Not very. Like you booted up and you're like, all right, time for a nap. <laughs> like, uh, I think I've played it to the point where, like, I've met Abby. That's about it. Okay. Okay. I know. Yeah. Okay. So, like, maybe an hour into it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not far at all. Yeah. Sam yeah, but like, I, it's really, really not. <laughs> yeah, not very far at all. Like, I, it's very apparent that I'm not very far at all just by saying that much. Um, like, but that was literally like I beat the DLC for the first game and then played the fir- and then played the Last of Us Two for a little while and then, uh, past couple days I come home from work and like Angelica's sitting on my couch and she's playing the game or she's yeah playing the game. And you avert your eyes or your Robbie series like I'm gonna watch. <laughs> no, I've been averting my eyes. Oh wow, that's uh some self-control from you that I wouldn't expect when a media is happening <laughs> in front of you actually. <laughs> Fair? I mean, if he's uh, coming get... back from work, he's probably just so tired by that that's, point. That's true. <laughs> um also, yeah, I guess also speaking of Chuck that Lobster is uh... in the chat says that he really liked the Burger King Xbox 360 game Sneak King 
and Pepsi Man PS1 game is the stuff of nightmares. That game's um, great because it's so Japanese. Which one? I assume Pepsi Man. Pepsi Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, you know Sneak King, definitely super Japanese. So Japanese. That American. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'll be honest. I had I've to look not it up. seen anything from Pepsi Man. Yeah, I, I just looked up Pepsi Man because I that's something. The very first thing that popped up was a uh, angry video game nerd review of it. Of course. Yeah. yeah. There's also. <laughs> There's also a video like titled Pepsi Man and it has stars. Um, that's not actually officially Pepsi Man, but that video is great. <laughs> uh, also, I remember Sneak King was actually a uh, cross-generation game. You could play, you could put that disc in your original Xbox and Xbox 360, and it would play a different version of the game. I mean, game from wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say for what I was told, it was literally just an Xbox game, but it ran on because it was Xbox. It ran on Xbox 360. But they just put it in like Xbox 360 cardboard to make it feel like it was an Xbox 360 game. <laughs> That's probably right. <laughs> um, but I guess another thing I've actually seen recently was uh, this is something that maybe E has seen because it seems like it's something that'd be up his alley was a uh, Big Top Burger, which yes. is another little. Yeah, it, it's another little YouTube thing. That was actually made in Blender, which was weird because it looks like it's hand animated, but apparently it was made in Blender. There, that artist is really good. Um, it's Worthy Kids, but spelled yeah, Worthy Kids, yeah. Um, yeah, I really, I highly recommend their work. They're an amazing artist. But yeah, like they do a lot of 2D, but for that, since they wanted to release at a reasonable rate, <laughs> they did. They like learned how to <laughs> model in Blender. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. That being said, but there's like maybe amazing. four or five. Yeah, there's like four or five episodes, and it actually is like really well well animated. And mm. uh, within like this four or five episodes, like they have a season, and their first season, quote unquote, is eleven minutes long. Oh geez, so real yeah. short content then. Yeah. It's it's oh. real short, but it, it's like it's dumb and funny content. I really enjoyed it. Okay. okay. I don't know if Dariah would like it that much, but then again, it's 11 minutes. So. Right, even if I hate it, 11 yeah. minutes is something I can invest into most anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, the Worthy Kids stuff, um, I think my favorite thing that I've seen of them so far, because like, uh, it's one of those I just randomly saw something from Big Top Burger and uh, decided to look up the channel. And then uh, on their channel, probably my favorite thing I've seen so far was uh, Palpatine, Palpatine's Journey, <laughs> which is oh, something yeah. that they made. <laughs> Al Pacino's, Pacino's journey, journey. <laughs> yeah Palpatine's journey uh which was uh I guess they made it after like the newest Star Wars movie came out as kind of just, just like a little parody of it no like the whole thing is like a minute and 40 seconds long so no I mean I think they made it after just the trailer came out that is possible too <laughs> That that's great. Uh, I mean, I don't know anything about Star Wars, but that video is still hilarious. It, it yeah, it's pretty great. Huh. Also, uh, Shock Lobster in chat says he is totally playing Chex Quest right now. So yeah, yeah. If you're listening I hope to this, you have fun with Chex Quest. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you had fun with either the Doom clone, which is like basically G-rated Doom, or with the um. <laughs> Or with the new one, which I haven't played at all, so I couldn't tell you whether it's good or not. Which new one? Doom Eternal? No, not Doom Eternal. The no, new Chex Quest game. Oh. 
<laughs> Checks Eternal. Oh my god, that would. Oh my fucking god, that would be so good. I want them to make Checks Eternal. I don't think they could get away with that like they used to. <laughs> you would have to have an actual team of programmers. Yeah, give give them like a ten million dollar budget for them to like make a game to where like you can like rip the slime out of art, rip the heart out of a slime. So the game starts off with you like wake up and you're inside of a fucking checks quest box and you have to kill three slimes that are near you. Then you go to a computer in front of you and you see that everyone's been worshiping checks quest because it's the most softer cereal. You get in the elevator and you have a bowl of cereal and you have your little spork thing. And when the music hits perfect timing, the last beat of it's going to be you taking a bite of the checks. <laughs> Dry, you shouldn't give away these amazing ideas for free. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get on this right now <laughs> yo checks if you want to sponsor our podcast we'll keep we will you make you checks eternal <laughs> that being said there's actually like this weird dream that i had recently that made me think of marketing things um <laughs> just in general like, just like you know i could market things <laughs> well no not even i could market things just like a, a certain idea that i felt like it'd be an interesting idea like because, like, towards the end of the dream, without getting into, like, details of, like, all, everything else that was happening in that dream, um, like, towards the end of it, uh, there's, like, the way, a knock the at the door. that, Robbie, just makes it seem like, <laughs> without getting into the details, everyone was naked. There was an orgy the whole time. So, I don't want to get into that, but, you know. I mean, if you want to get into what the dream was about, it was, like, a weird, our family got together for Thanksgiving, and everybody was fighting with each other, and then everybody started leaving because certain people just started make, are causing arguments with everybody else, and so... A bunch of people had to leave. But towards the end of the dream, uh, there was a knock at the door, and there was a guy and a girl that were at the door, and they started talking about this uh, new religion, and they started talking about their this. Hold on, listen. <laughs> uh, they were talking about new, this new religion, and they started talking about like their leader and how great he was, and how he was leading them to this better life, and gave us this little book that was meant to be like their Bible. And whenever I opened it up, it was a comic book that was basically like an origin story for or for this cult and it gave me like this weird idea like i don't know if it's a good idea or a bad idea of like basically having people going out like our actors going out basically acting like a bunch of mormons and have them giving out are giving out these little religious books and having it being like an origin story for a cult that you fight in a new video game no no, but instead of the religious books it's a box of checks <laughs> and as soon as you open up the box of checks, it starts playing uh, the BFG theme. And <laughs> huh? Okay, weird. You have strange dreams. Oh, is you that, don't know the half of it. Is that really that strange? <laughs> I don't know. It went from like, oh, families arguing. Oh, new religion outside. Man, isn't life weird? Like. If that's a strange dream to you, I'd love to switch dreams because mine go off the rails constantly. I don't remember mine, so I would also love to switch dreams. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't remember 80% of mine. Sometimes. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't remember 80% of them, but the ones that I usually do remember are fucking weird. That was like one of the more mild ones that I remember. Huh. Weird. Cool. Well, you've been watching or doing anything else, Robbie? Um, nothing that's actually coming like uh, uh, still a bunch of YouTube stuff. Like I said, Philosophy Tube has been a big thing, uh, which is kind of like the algorithm started um, basically recommending me like all the philosophy style channels after I started watching that. Uh, I will say this about Philosophy Tube though, because like it's actually done by a guy who is for 
lack of a better term, a professional actor. Like whenever he's not doing YouTube <laughs> stuff, he's actually doing like theater. Uh, I was gonna say like if there's... I'm just laughing at like for the lack of a better term, professional actor because like you just call him an actor. <laughs> I could, but like technically he's a YouTuber. Okay, okay. Because that's where he makes the most of, or most of his money is off of Patreon and doing stuff on YouTube. But when he's not doing YouTube stuff, he's doing theater stuff. And well, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why I say for lack of a better term, but. Uh, I would say, like, if I were to hire a YouTuber for uh, an actual movie, it would probably be him because he's tech- he is one of the best actors that I've seen on YouTube so far. Hmm. Whenever because he does like little to make philosophy easier to digest, he'll do like little sketches and like these little monologues and everything else about it. And really good actor, really solid guy. Nice. All right. Well, E. Hi. You weren't on the show last week. What's been going on in life? Uh, I have watched some stuff. Ooh, watched things. What'd you watch? Okay. Um, that uh, the the short you recommended two weeks ago. Which um, one? If anything happens, I love you. Oh yeah, that thing's fucked up, right? Kind of. I kind of guessed where it was going, but it's still a really nice short. Really drives the point quickly yes uh the part that like she's walking into school you're like oh okay i know what's gonna happen and then you see the american flag you're like all right i know what's gonna happen yeah like i was like <laughs> oh is the school gonna catch on fire oh there's the american flag i know what's going on yep <laughs> but yeah that's really good i love the style they went for like the sketchiness of it all kind of had like a three in the morning adult swim kind of feel to it yeah, it was really cool. I actually liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Also, Sam in the chat says, uh, don't watch the thing about the Johnsons. Um, you're right. Nobody should watch it. But also, everybody should watch that. It's fucked up. Is it about Dwayne the Rock Johnson and all his Johnson family? <laughs> I, sh- I sure And all not. his family Johnsons? <laughs> I haven't seen his parents, but man, do I hope not. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, what else you've been watching? <laughs> uh, I've been watching Camp Camp, which Camp is a cartoon Camp. by Rooster Teeth. Okay. Um, about a summer camp with a bunch of kids, except it's more realistic, and the kids are all like cussing. Nice. Kind of South Parky, but okay. not relevant to life, I guess, and also a lot more. <laughs> I was gonna say more whimsical. They meet Satan and have talking shit in South Park, so. Yeah, yeah. There's literally Jesus in South Park. So yeah. <laughs> um, I've been liking that a lot, and I've I've been watching that before. I just realized there was this new season that I didn't watch when that came out. So oh, cool. Um, and I got a game called Hades, and have yeah. been obsessed with that for a while. That seems like it would be an E game for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard really good things about it though. It's really good. It's a really good roguelike. So the thing that's um made me not play Hades is you're lame. Uh that's part of it. <laughs> the other part <laughs> is I don't really like roguelikes or roguelites. The only one that I've really actually liked and like stuck with was Rogue Legacy. Would you say it has uh, more in line with Hades? Then 
Okay, so it's just it doesn't have like anything that like keeps you going. Well, okay, here's something. You literally get better each round. Like you can upgrade your stats each round. So kind of like Rogue Legacy in that sense. Okay, that's the part that I liked about Rogue Legacy is that you actually got your you are upgrading your character. Um okay. Not so just I mean, like I mean you might like it then if that was the part you don't like about Rogue likes yeah, because I don't like like putting it forty five minutes into a thing, and then being like, "Well, you lost, so get back to square zero again." Like I just I like to have progress, I guess. But you do progress; you get better every time, even if you don't literally get better. No, I don't literally get better. I'm not good at them. <laughs> I don't literally get better. I get much worse. In fact, the longer I play them. <laughs> I I've been trying. Yeah, you I've scrub. Been, I've been playing the new Demon Souls. It's hard to get well, good. Well, that's much harder of a video game. <laughs> so, but yeah, um, yeah, Hades is pretty great. And, you know, it's it's really like the dichotomy of how we play video games because I like Hades because, like, uh, I got 30 minutes, so let me right. try a run. And I literally played Borderlands 3 for 10 hours a day. So... <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's with be... Persona. I, yeah. I also get that too, just because like I did that for a little while there while playing uh, the Darkest Dungeon. It's like, yeah, I have half an hour. I can get like a dungeon done. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Shark Lobster in chat says, also as a person that hates roguelikes, Drya, I endorse Hades. Uh, and he says, Hades is all about pick up and play short bursts, which seems like that would make it a really great Switch game. It is. I got it up for the Switch. Well, there you go. <laughs> but you know who doesn't have a Switch anymore? Is it me? It's me, right? Is it me? <laughs> yep. Oh, I got it right. I got a point. Yeah, I mean, I was going to guess me, but I never had a Switch to begin with. Mm-hmm. Oh, phone. Nope, that was it. That's not the sound effect I wanted to make when I... I want a ding. <laughs> and it's not, that's not a ding. Hey, you don't <laughs> got it? Me. Bring, yeah. bring. <laughs> Is that the phone? Because I called it. <laughs> Is that the phone? Is it my old Switch calling me? Is my old Switch coming to tell me that I'm an asshole for selling it? <laughs> After three years? Yeah, yeah. It, uh, it had to track me down. I really put it in a, in a bad place, you know. Yeah, I went but, back uh, to get cigarettes for it one day and never came back. Well, yeah, definitely definitely really like Hades um probably a top 5 game for this year but i think i have played 7 games that came out this year so <laughs> not saying a whole lot it would be no, better for like I... I think i played 4 games this year though so i don't know yeah I, I if you don't count pikmin 3 since that's a remake i might have only played 4 games <laughs> um cool cool yeah i might pick up hades eventually we'll see yeah. Then a uh, bunch of random like short documentaries on stuff. I watched one about, and I know you don't care for this game much, Dry, but I watched one about like how Undertale was made, and it's really impressive, honestly. Wasn't it just like one person? Uh, basically. Yep. Yeah. It, like technically two, because he did have a friend help a lot, but okay. It was extremely indie, though. Yes, very, it was the indiest of indie games. Yeah. <laughs> and then... Yeah, but... Uh, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, with you saying that you watched Camp Camp, uh, 
reminded me because that being a Rooster Teeth production, there's something else that I watched from uh, them recently. I cannot remember the name of it, but shows you how much it actually stuck with me. Um, Red versus blue. No, uh, <laughs> I cannot think of the. It was some kind of weird show that they had, where they like stuck everybody in a room for six hours, and they told that they couldn't laugh, and the last person to not laugh ended up winning a thousand dollars. That's actually uh, a Japanese game show, so I think they just stole that idea. They might have, yeah. But I was gonna say, like, it wasn't really that good. Like, it, I wouldn't recommend watching it. I mean, it seems like it would have no energy, seeing as nobody's laughing. Well, the trick is More you, less, uh, yeah. you make other well, people laugh. Yeah, and like it's them doing a bunch of dumb stuff to try to make everyone else laugh, but they're trying not to make themselves laugh in or while doing little bits and stuff like that. So they're only like halfway doing bits, trying not to make everyone else or trying not to make themselves laugh. There's only like maybe one or two episodes I would say was actually really good in that one. Uh, one of them is like there's one person that basically like because uh, they would just have like random people walk into the room and. Uh, try to get everyone else to laugh. And the one person who basically started cleaning house and I think got like four people out of the room was a person. It was this one girl that walked in with like lipstick smeared all over her face. And she had uh, maxi pads like glued to her head and she had whore uh, written on her forehead. And she just kept on like hitting on everybody in this really weird, awkward way. And it was making everyone else laugh. Like other than that, like there's a like, not a whole lot that happened. That was super funny. Huh. Doesn't sound like my kind of show. Yeah, me either. Also, Sam I mean, said it, no laugh room. Is that what it is? I don't think it was called no laugh room, but maybe. Or okay, Sam says laugh, no. that's what it was called. Just is not called last no laugh. laugh. Sam was just spouting some stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was called last. It was called last laugh. Is what it was called. <laughs> okay, all right. But like, it's one of those things. It pro- it had potential, but because they were trying not to make themselves laugh, like it just came off as cringy ninety percent of the time. Yeah, that's that's kind of what that seems like it would be to me. Because there's like those uh, like YouTube channels is like no laugh challenge. I definitely didn't watch this video beforehand. And this is all complete react. Whereas like if people don't want to laugh at a thing, they can just not laugh at a thing. And it's ends up being like really gross and cringy and dumb. So I kind of hate that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like that kind of shows you how much I even. I just ate a bag of chips during the video, and that's it. (laughs) Nice. At least you got a salt intake. (laughs) Cool. Well, you been uh, watching or doing anything else? With the mini documentaries, I've been watching a lot of like the downfalls of a bunch of fighting games. Of society. Oh, okay. No, that's no, that's that's just just out out the window. (laughs) (laughs) but uh no like i watched one on bloody roar uh dark dark stalkers and marvel vs. capcom infinite and that one's sad because that one was actually just fucked up by disney which one infinite yeah what do they go in and be like you can't do any of this or this or this the characters no uh they just if they weren't gonna make a movie they just didn't let him use the character. Oh, that explains the roster. Yeah, and also they didn't have the rights to the X-Men movie-wise. <laughs> and because of that, they said, fuck that, you don't get any X-Men. Cool. Cool. So, yeah, Disney fucked him up really bad. Yeah, sounds like and it. And also they had no budget. 
It looks like it. <laughs> I mean, to be well, fair, Disney's probably the reason why people need copyright laws to begin with, because if you don't have a copyright law, then Disney's definitely going to make a movie uh, using your properties. We need better Disney copyright laws than so we don't have laws Disney. So fucked. Yeah. <laughs> They're the problem. They are the problem. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, I watched some stuff. Tell us about it. Um. Oh, or Sam is calling in. Maybe she has some stuff. Sam. Hey, I wanted to interrupt you. <laughs> okay, cool. You did it. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Kick her off the call. <laughs> what's hey, up, Sam? Hey, you watch some stuff. I haven't watched things. I've played some things. <laughs> okay. Well, what you been playing? Well, I've watched some things, but I've been playing things mostly. Okay. I played... Uh, what's it called? Brothers of Tell of Two Sons. And I nice, you actually played it. Of it. Yeah. What did oh, you think? Well, it was sad. Uh, but it was pretty good. Um, for anybody that doesn't know, you actually have to control these two characters at the same time. And there's puzzles sometimes, and it's sort of hard to do. It's really cool. One that was like early Xbox 360. It was like mid mid to late 360. Um, but yeah, you had a, you have to control both the characters, one with the left, one with stick, one with the right, and you have to solve puzzles during it. It's like a three or four hour experience. Um, yeah, it's really good though. I think that it is an emotional gut punch in a time where indie games weren't doing that a ton. I would say. Yeah. You saying that Super Meat Boy didn't tug at your heartstrings? Um, that's what I'm saying. He. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you say that, but I tried get, uh, recommending the Cat Lady to you as a game that would tug at your heartstrings, and you're like, "Yeah, I can't play it. Don't like the animation. Can't play it. Yeah, if it looks bad, I don't want to play it." Yeah, it doesn't matter if it actually like has a good storyline. Good. <laughs> what? <laughs> you heard him. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I did. I think you heard me perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, you heard him perfectly fine. Moving on. <laughs> You're not allowed to rebuttal. Damn it. <laughs> what else you been doing, Sorry. Sam? So I played that 100% of it. There's no nice. platinum. But no, no, that was in the days and... before DLC or uh, small indie stuff like that got platinums. Yeah. Um. So I've just been playing some weird games on that I fan, fan, find on PS Now. And I found a game called Stranded Deep. Basically, it's just like a survival game. You're stuck on a island, and you have to survive. It's basically like the forest, except there's no cannibals. It's just like real-world things. Is that the one where you like start in, a, in like the ocean, <clears throat> and you have to like build a submarine and stuff? Um, I guess probably eventually you can. Well, you're just like stranded on an island. Hmm. Get into a plane crash, stranded on an island. Have to survive, and it's kind of hard, actually. It's like deal with heat stroke and bugs crawling on you all night. There's heat, and you get poisoned by things, and you have to find food and water. And if you eat a whole bunch of coconuts, you shit yourself. So. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, Shocky says, I'm thinking of Subnautica, and he is correct. 
Um, yeah, the game you're describing does exact sounded literally like the forest, except boring because no cannibals. It pretty much is. I mean, it's not Why is that boring. what makes it boring? What? It's actually kind of relaxing to play. Well, sort of because it's hard. But the, the know, cannibals in the forest made that game fun because you had to constantly run and murder things. You can yeah. do that in any game. I don't think you can. Except Undertale, that'll make you lose. But there's sharks in this game, and then you get to um, go to other islands and possibly die. And if you don't put your raft out, um, if you don't put the anchor down on your raft, I've found that it just like floats off. So you're kind of stranded, actually. Again. Sweet. <laughs> can you make a new raft? Yeah, you can make a new raft. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it's been interesting, fun. And then I started, tonight I started playing, what's it called? Undertale. Observation. <laughs> so basically, like, it's in space. And you're the AI. So, so that's kind Are of you observing things? Yeah. But in space. 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 You gotta say it like that every time. Space. <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing that stuff. And then later I'm gonna play a horror game called Get Even. We'll see how that is. And you have to do math. <laughs> yeah, you have to get even. The, like even, the even sad numbers. thing about that, the sad thing about that is I actually <laughs> owned that game. I got that game on sale and I played it for probably about twenty five minutes, and I was like, "Oh, this seems really interesting. I'm going to keep playing it." I haven't and then you never did. <laughs> yeah, and that's how Robbie got two thousand items in his backlog. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, technique, that game, just throw them on your desktop until you can't until it gets too annoying. <laughs> <laughs> And you have I mean, to that's kind them. of how I'm dealing. That's kind of how I'm dealing with my backlog at the moment. Uh, <laughs> I will say that game. It stuff. seems like condemned so far. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I'll try it though. I like condemned a lot. Yeah, so did I. That's why I was like, "Ooh, I'm gonna have to keep playing this game." And then I just haven't kept playing the game. Yeah, because I, I suck. Look into that. <laughs> well, get good. That's pretty good. Yeah, Robbie, get good. God. <laughs> but yeah, like I don't have a I don't have a computer, so I don't have Steam. But like, I feel like PS Now is sort of making it so I have more of a backlog because I'm like, oh, I want to play this. Okay, I'll, da- I'll download this and this and this, and then I'll just fucking try it out because, like, why not? Yeah, like I got that <laughs> trial when you were over last weekend, and I immediately. Had to get rid of the thing on my launch screen um, <laughs> because it's so fucking overwhelming having that many things. Like, that's why I can't do PC stuff because I have so many games on the PC. I was like, I want to play all of them. And so I end up just playing none of them because I get so overwhelmed. Yeah, you know, I don't like that at all. Which is what I the like problem to... kind of was today when I, uh, by the way, I got a PS5 for everybody listening. It's very good. I love it quite yeah. a bit. Uh, I have a PS5. How many lungs did you have to sell for that? <laughs> hmm. What was that, E? How many lungs did you have to sell to get that? Two. Uh, I'm in a bad yeah, place right now. <laughs> Artificial lungs. The PS5 actually works as a as a metal lung, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I, have you guys heard that story about that guy? And I think it was uh, oh, might have been Korea that he told his wife that the PS5 was actually an air sanitizer. And when she realized it was actually a gaming system, she made him sell it. I that's love that because that's a commercial for the PS4, basically. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, yeah there's, there's a story there's a about that for online. the PS4 where <laughs> the guy like has his friend come and is like, hey, I installed the new router. <laughs> the new router? <laughs> <laughs> and she keeps like, are you sure this looks like a gaming machine? And he's like, no, that's a router, silly. <laughs> that seems like a very healthy relationship, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you want. To have to hide the hobby that you have. That's always yeah. good. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I got a ton of backlog games. Uh, most of them I've played before, honestly. Uh, but you get the PlayStation Plus collection in, with when you have the PS5. And most of them i play before and other ones I'm not super interested in. But I feel, like, obligated to go and download them and see how they run and what they look like on the PS5. And so Why? that's been annoying. Huh? Because they're gonna pro- they they all are gonna run better, and I just want to see them running it better and looking the best they possibly can. Uh, it, <laughs> but, but if you're not gonna play them, what's the point? <laughs> and yeah. seeing the load time of that sweet sweet NVMe. Um, the load times aren't even like that different for things that weren't designed for that. Um, they're better, but yeah, they're no, not, people like, keep talking. People better. keep talking about it like it's the greatest thing ever. Um, uh, well, for things on the PS5, it is like being able to come home when I get off of work and within 30 seconds I'm literally swinging around in Spider-Man from the console being off is fucking amazing um, yeah. it loads incredibly fast in a way that I don't understand and then having literally no load times when I'm in the game is really great so like I said that's the NVMe is because like that's basically the next generation of SSD hard drives I know that just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, having a or having a hard drive that just plugs it directly to into your motherboard. <laughs> it's basically a hard drive that plugs directly into your motherboard, okay. and so it makes it super super fast. Because like with um, old school hard drives, they actually had like little uh, these like platinum CDs on the inside of them that spun around, and how fast those spun around counted how fast things loaded on your computer. And then whenever they came out with SSDs, it was basically just flash memory. So it was just, you know, always right there. And so it was the only thing that was holding back the speed of the SSDs was how fast your, or was the quality of your, um, uh, basically the cable Man. that went from the SSD. No, Well, no, the cable that went from the SSD to the motherboard. And then these ones mm-hmm. just plugged directly into the motherboard. So it's the only thing that's holding it back is the speed of the actual con- or connection between the motherboard and the hard drive. Yes, which makes yes. it very, very fast, but also things that aren't designed to take advantage of that uh, do load better, but not monstrously better for the most part. Um, oh, yeah, they're not future-proof. Right. Um, but, like, I downloaded uh, Sam's favorite video game of all time, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon. Horizon. Because I wanted to see what that looked like and how <laughs> that ran, and uh, I got it i got my save on there i was running around i was like man yeah this runs 60 fps 4k uh looks really good uh still don't like this game uninstalled it Ugh. it sounds like you you are a fucking disappointment <laughs> Ouch. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. you know what sam i'll take his ps5 and play it for you then i'll good. tell you how good the game is 
I bet it's Actually, really fucking e, good. It's really, really fucking good. E would hate it. Um, but E, there you is a PS5 that. game that you would absolutely <laughs> love. Satchboy's Big Ball Adventure? No, Astrobot. That's the that's the sequel to the VR one, right? Yeah. Uh, well, sequel-ish, sequel. kind of. It's like it's a standalone thing. Um, it's like a five or six hour thing. But mm-hmm. it is maybe one of the I'm cutest sold. and most charming things I've seen in my entire life. <laughs> and I think it does like Mario Odyssey kind of stuff better than Mario Odyssey does in a lot of ways. That's a that's a bold claim. I'm gonna it's, hold you to just, that. It's really good. It's super charming. When and I steal I your the PS5, VR I'll game, let you know. I've played the <laughs> VR game and it's like one of the best like platformers like really charming and like one of the best vr games actually yeah like they honestly just nailed the platforming aspect of it fully it feels really really good to play and the world is just really fun and cute and adorable and the robot is cute and adorable and i honestly think that playstation needs to wise up and make it their mascot but whatever it's my mascot no they haven't since the ps1 era what was their mascot back then? Uh, two cats. Oh, the Japanese ones. Yeah. Two cats. Yeah. <laughs> and then in America, they tried to do Crash Bandicoot, but it didn't super work out. But yeah. Hmm. Oh, but Jariah, did you get the most important PS5 game, Bug Snacks? Yeah. You got it Have for you tried free, that right? one? <laughs> I haven't tried it. It's free. Um, It's literally like the first thing I downloaded, that and Astrobot. And the dashboard for the PS5 only holds on to like six games at a time. And so if you forget that you have it downloaded, then you're just like not going to see it. So you have to actually like go to another tab and look at your downloads. Oh, fuck. That's my least favorite thing about the Switch, mm. quite frankly, is yeah. it does that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I beat Miles Morales and I platinumed Astrobot. And I Why started would you playing... beat Miles Morales? That's really rude. Oh, come on. (laughs) (laughs) I finished Spider-Man Miles Morales. How about that? Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was a really good game, and the story was actually, like, really, really good, and I kind of teared up at the end of it, no joke. Uh, It was fantastic. Man, you're Um, just adding to the games I need to play once I steal your PS5. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, PS5. And then, yeah, I started playing uh, Demon Souls last night on PS5 and had a really great time Do with that. Do you even like Dark Souls? Huh? Do you even like Dark Souls? Yeah. Well, I mean, like is a relative term. <laughs> I play them all to completion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. <it's> kind of... <laughs> but yeah, he cannot stand Horizon Zero Dawn because it's not Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. It, you can't... You should be able to climb all the things, and it doesn't let you climb anything. You have to. You like there's seven rocks. You extra work that is to program. You climb things. You can climb things in Horizon. I don't know what you're predetermined things. Yeah, and that's fucking fine. Asking for the workers to be treated terribly at that point, Jariah. Yeah. Yeah, you just. That's exactly what I'm saying. I want them to all be treated terribly. I don't even care if they put them in camp again. I just want them to be treated badly. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You have it on record, folks. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's why at that uh, Genshin Impact is better than Horizon Zero Dawn as well. No, Genshin Impact we can cook food is in terrible. That 
is terrible because it's so fucking weave and I hate all of everything you, in it. You skipped the cutscenes, Sam. You skipped cutscenes. I know I skipped the cutscenes. Like, why do I want to fucking play? It's mostly cutscenes. There's so many cutscenes. There's it's no so cutscenes in that game once you There's actually get into the game. You played it for like an hour. I played it for a long time to watch cutscenes. Yeah, well, you can hour. skip them. It was mostly cutscenes. <laughs> you can skip them. I mean, to be fair, with uh, The Last of Us 2, uh, for the about hour that I played of it so far, it's been mostly cutscenes. I am 99% sure that The Last of Us 2 is just a cutscene. I don't know if I believe there's actually gameplay in that video game. I would actually say out of the 30 hours that it is, there's probably 20 hours of gameplay. Oh, that's terrible. I don't want to watch 10 hours. Yeah, that is a lot of cutscenes. I have to say that a a lot of the longer, longer cutscenes are like near the end, though. It's mostly (laughs) cutscenes. Yeah, it's mostly cutscenes. It's very cutscene heavy for the first four hours and then the last five hours. Can you skip the cutscenes in that game? Why yeah, but why would you them? want to? That's like the point of the game. Because <laughs> I want to play video games when I play video games. No, like, what are you talking about? Like, gonna, I'm going to do so, a Twitch stream where it's like blind play th- playthrough of Last of Us, but be skipping all the cutscenes. And, no, and, and then be bitching about how he doesn't understand any of it. <laughs> I'm like, uh, who is Joel? I don't even... And they're like, did you play the first one? I was like, there's a first one? <laughs> this is like, Why did you I thought it was part two of two. I, like, I thought that was like a metaphor. <laughs> you know, like Naked Gun 33 and one third. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> which, Sally, or which Sam could probably agree with me on this one too, is uh, like... Another game that's really good that would probably be like pulling teeth to get dry to play is Hellblade. No, I want to play Hellblade. <laughs> no, dry. You should definitely we play that game. Play that really I don't know why you're so crazy against it. I want to play. I just didn't want to play it with somebody wa- uh, watching me play it over my shoulder. That was awkward. <laughs> that's the best way to play it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> like well, actually, if you can get it on PS5, it. So if you can get Hellblade on PS5 somehow, that'd probably be the best way for you to play it because if you have the PlayStation 5 headset with the 3D audio, like that would work the best because like you basically have voices going around your head throughout the entire game. Yeah, and 4K 60 FPS. Yeah. Yeah. Which since I got it on P or since I got it on PC, I've been able to play it 4K 60 FPS for a while now. Yeah, but it's you have to be at like a desk and it's boring. <laughs> I mean, it helps you have a really comfortable chair on a couch and play on PC. That's that's yeah. an option. That is definitely an option too. Then you have a giant fucking PC in your living room. It's just inconvenient. PC gaming sucks. I'm not a fan. <laughs> well, it's another game because, like, I told Dry about it, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't know if I could actually get into it because of gameplay." Which is also another amazing game with an amazing storyline. Is uh, uh, a Plague Tale Innocence? Oh yeah, I don't like stealth games that much. I mean, it starts off that way, but it becomes like it changes while you play the game. Like that game is just amazing. It's hard to without spoiling it too much. It's hard to uh, explain everything about it. But like it starts off because, you know, you're a 15 year old girl trying to hide from the English Inquisition. And whenever like the further you go along in the game, the more uh, the more she learns about herself and the more I guess you can say she powers up in a weird way. And gets to the point where she can actually fight them. So, like, it starts off as a stealth game. It definitely does not end as a stealth game, though. The thing that I heard about Plague Tale is that it is mostly a stealth game 
where it's one of those like PS2 stealth games to where if you're caught, you immediately lose, which I fucking hate that. I mean, you don't immediately you know lose if you like get caught. Right. It sounds like you need to get good. Yeah, <laughs> may- yeah, maybe it's I'm not, not even good if you enough. get caught. It's not even if you get caught. It's literally like uh, it's if they catch you, then you run away from them, kind of like you would do in The Last of Us. But if they catch you, then uh, then you die because you can't fight them. It's a guy in full armor and a sword, and you're a 15 year old girl with a slingshot. Yeah, see, in Last of Us, you just stab or shoot them in the head, and then you don't have to care. Like the entire point of Last of Us is if the stealth fails, which I'm bad at stealth, so it usually does, then you just fucking shoot everybody in the head and move on. Like in Plague Tale, I mean, you can it do that with the slingshot. Like you can't do that. No, you can do that. That's what the slingshot's for. But you just said you have if you're caught, you run away, and then if you're caught again, then you fail. No, it's well, if yeah, they catch up to you. Distance. It's it's basically if a six foot tall Englishman hits you in the head with a sword, you die. That's basically what it is. That's that's if you get caught, you die. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound like for me, man. <sighs> it's so good. I'm telling you. I'm just putting a bunch of emojis everywhere. <laughs> I mean, I I do not doubt that the story is amazing in that game, but that it need the the gameplay needs to meld with it in a way that works. Like the fact that like it does. Flat, no, like works like make it fun. Like I don't like stealth games, so if it's if there isn't a part to where I can just be like fuck this, I'm not gonna do stealth anymore. Then like I'm not interested. Like that's why Last of Us works for me, <laughs> is because I can literally say I'm not gonna fucking do this stealth. It's boring right now, and I just don't have to do it. Oh, poor Sam. Talk, Sam. <laughs> what? <laughs> what were you trying to say? Oh, what, now what, it's what? a big deal for you to talk? <laughs> uh, yeah. What were you trying it's to say? It's always Sam? a big deal. I was trying to say that Hellblade is mostly cutscenes. And, like, there is gameplay, but it's pretty slow going. And there's not, like, a whole bunch of combat. Or not really, like, a lot of um, variety in combat, I guess. Some of it can be pretty um, intense, but, yeah. Yeah, I played the first two hours on Robbie's computer. So I I have a pretty good idea of what that game is. And I don't know if you can actually skip through the cutscenes on that game. To be honest. That's a good question. I never tried. Exactly. Why would you want to? I mean, there are some, some parts like where games. there is like a part, like I think before a boss or something like that, that I kept dying, and then I just had to sit through the cutscene. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a good game. Anyway. Yeah, I want to play it at some point. Do play it. <laughs> um, but to get off some video games for just a little bit. Um, oh, I had to think. God damn it! <laughs> what Sam? What did I you have? <laughs> I had a thing that I watched. What did you watch? It's weird. Maybe this movie on Netflix called Cadaver. Hmm. And it's like um, I think it's like Norwegian or something like that. Gross. Um. Okay. Weird. <laughs> 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 It's basically like a post-nuclear like city, and everyone is starving and sad and shit. And there's like this hotel that like um, is run by like a dude. I took some people in, but um, 
there's like the whole premise is like the this family and a whole bunch of other families get invited to this play, I guess, and they get a meal um, for going. So they go and uh, weird things happen. Anyway, it's a weird movie. <laughs> I think things <laughs> and stuff. Is there a cadaver in it? <laughs> what? Cadaver? No, cadaver. Yeah. A corpse that puts things like together to get out of traps and stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't think so. Get two bobby pins and a rubber band, it'll get you out of any room. <laughs> no, that's Mick Guyver. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 you're thinking of Holy Diver from Dio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, there's like this whole. There's the play that they put on, and it's just like. Uh, kind of a cool concept where there's like this play going on and you can follow the characters throughout the hotel if you want or if you want to go elsewhere you can do that too but I think the first part of it is the better part and then it I don't know it's kind of scary at the end but anyway it's an interesting movie check it out Cadaver (laughs) came out this year 2020 it might be a Netflix original I'm not sure Okay. Okay. Maybe not though. I'll look into that. Um. Mm-hmm. All right. So some things I watched. Okay, um, that's what I watched. <laughs> um. Fargo ended. It had eleven episodes this season. The last episode of the season was like really, really short for what that show normally has. It was like thirty-eight minutes for that episode, which like all the other episodes have been like fifty minutes to an hour and ten. So it was a really, really short thing. Why so short? Um, it was technically a bonus episode, from what I could tell. Like they just wanted to shove in some plot elsewhere, and they just ran out of runtime in other episodes or something. It was, it was basically an episode to be like, and here's all the stories wrapped up. All right, see you later. <laughs> and it was really, really fast, but it worked really well. I think it was a good ending, and it ties back in to my favorite character from season two at the very end of it. Uh, and adds a lot of really, really great context to his character and makes it even sadder how he winds up in season two. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was really good. I think it, uh, the last scene of season four would be really, really confusing for people who haven't seen season two because it's literally a character they've never seen before. Uh, in a car loading a gun and then the show ends but if you see season two then you know who the character is and like what's going on but yeah it, it it's weird <laughs> i was gonna ask if it was kind of like how they put the like a prequel of red dead redemption into red dead redemption 2 but according to you like that actually puts more context in a way that makes the first game better and you can understand what happens in that without actually playing the first red dead redemption um yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two is one hundred percent a prequel uh, to the first one. Uh, the entire. Well, no, thing... I'm saying because like the ending of the of uh, Red Dead Redemption Two. Oh yeah, the the ending of Red Dead Redemption Two, uh, the epilogue, uh, is like six hours long, and you play as well. I don't want to spoil it, I guess, but um, yeah, you know it me, leads I'm, directly. I'm ready to play that. <laughs> it leads directly into the first game. Um, 
like literally into that first cutscene of that game, basically. Um, so that's cool. But yeah, uh, Dread Energy 2 is 100% prequel to the first one. But it did make me care about characters and things that happened in the first Red Dead Redemption that I originally didn't care about because I think the writing and the storytelling and stuff is so much better in Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, it adds tons and tons of context to the things that are happening and is incredibly tragic. Um, but uh, other things that have been watched, uh, me and Liz started watching season two of Mayans, which is the sequel spinoff show to Sons of Anarchy. And it's a whole other biker gang doing biker gang stuff. And then a bunch of characters are now involved into the main plot of Mayans in season two that were in that were kind of big parts in Sons of Anarchy. Um, so that's kind of cool, I guess. It's kind of like a Buffy Angel kind of situation is what it feels like. Hmm. Um, but tonally, that first episode really felt all over the place. It came out a year ago or two years ago or something like that. But yeah, it was a really weird tonal shift in what I think of that show. Cause like a bunch of stuff just happened between seasons, I guess. And they didn't tell you about it. Um, so it's just like, Oh, the thing happened. And you're like, Oh man, I can't believe that thing happened. Like, yeah, the thing. And you're like, what happened? And like me and Liz went back to the last episode of the first season. We're like, none of this happened. Like nothing. That's why we don't remember it is because they literally it didn't happen. And so that was weird. <laughs> um, yeah. So the thing happened, but it happened off of, off screen, apparently. Yeah, and like a bunch of super important plot stuff just happened off screen, which is weird. So, I don't know, something weird happened with the writing on that. Uh, Sam says in chat, man, that's lazy. And yeah, that's, that, that, that's it, it felt lazy and weird. And just felt like they didn't know where they were really taking the story for season two, so they just made a bunch of shit up to start it off with. It they was just uh, forgot. Maybe, maybe honestly, like I don't know. It, it it was a weird tonal shift, so I'm not sure how I feel about continuing it. Definitely gonna, but I'm not like super psyched about it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> then why are you continuing? <laughs> because I'm uh, the sunken cost fallacy. Fuck it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Let it sink. I can't. I don't want to. There's no reason to hold on to an anchor if it's just dragging you down. FOMO. FOMO. <laughs> I mean, this kind of does go along with dry because like, I remember whenever I used to play the original Division, um, like it, whenever we went to the Dark Zone, I think is what it was called. Um, yeah. You know, that place where like, you can basically just kill anyone that you want to. Yeah. Um, I remember there was one time he it wasn't even on purpose he accidentally shot somebody and instead of just like running away or trying to like apologize or anything like that he just continuously started shooting him <laughs> and had no idea what was going on all I could hear on the other end of the uh, of the call was I'm so sorry I have to end it I have to end it <laughs> oh my god well I couldn't just leave the man bleeding <laughs> if you can no, he would have come after have me. the option I, to do that. He was running away from you, and you chased him down. <laughs> I can't defend my actions. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not a sunken cause fallacy if you're continuing to throw it farther down. <laughs> I'm purposely sinking. Um, <laughs> Uh, the other thing that uh, we started watching is 
a show that I think I even judge myself for watching. But you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I am unapologetically into the show A Million Little Things. It is fucking drama central. It is so overdramatic and just like... Isn't that the show that you uh, nicknamed Sad Boys? Sad or Bros. Sad or Sad Bros. That's what it was. Yeah, man, they're man, they're sad too. Bros get sad too, bro. And <laughs> bro, you know, bro, yeah, bro. They get they get sad, bro. <laughs> um, but what's his name? Uh, the guy who plays Sean in Psych basically stars in it. He's the heart of the show. Honestly, he's like the I've friend that never Psych. gives up. What, Sam? <laughs> I said, I've been watching Psych. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, he is in it, and he is great. I really like the dramatic stuff that he's done in Psych, and he gets to basically always do dramatic stuff and then occasionally do funny stuff in this show, and that's really, really good. I really like him. I like all the characters. Um, season 3 started off really, really, really sad, though. Um, and in a way that I don't know how they're going to keep writing the show... Whatever, it's fine. It's fine. They'll find uh-huh. a way. They also introduced in the first episode of season three a new character in Britain, England, something like that. I don't know. Um, and he is, was the main character, uh, main actor guy from a show called You're the Worst. And he is in this show now, and I think he's probably going to be a pretty good fit too. Um, You're the Worst is an amazing show. Huh? Because he's the worst? They're all the worst, and you're the worst. That show is mm-hmm. about a bunch of terrible people being really, really terrible and trying to make you care about them, and it, it kind of works. It's super, super, super dark comedy. Like, insanely dark comedy. Oh, also, uh, Kyrie says in chat, not the veteran. He's a good guy. Yes, the veteran in the show is a good guy, and he's like the only not terrible human being in the entire thing, which is pretty great, because he's also like a alcoholic and like drug addict and stuff like that and he's the only person that's like oh and ptsd redeemable yeah, <laughs> yeah and he's like kind of the only person that has any kind of redeemable qualities because he's just morally not a horrible human <laughs> okay um, you're, you're really selling me on this show dry eye it's a comedy it is a comedy with a uh romance story underneath it you would Gross. not like it, E. Yeah, I <laughs> say now you're really selling it to E. It's just extremely, like... extremely dark comedy that is like on the actually not even on the verge. It is past the line of bad taste in a way that I'm into. <laughs> so that show was really great, and he's in uh, a million little things. So that's cool. I'm looking forward to seeing how his character does in the show. Hmm. Um. I mean, also speaking of shows that like you're worried that people would judge you about, I did start watching a show called The Unicorn, and uh, I've only seen like two episodes of it. But once again, Jell watched the entire thing. <laughs> See, she definitely dedicates way more of her time to entertainment than you, Robbie. I mean, she has more time to dedicate to entertainment than I do. Fair. <laughs> yeah, if I wasn't working six sleep. days a week, it'd probably be easier for me to actually catch up on things like once again, I had four days off and I beat an entire video game within those four days and watched a couple things. True. True. You just need more days off. Yeah, that'd be nice. Just, yeah, just, just have Dariah that. tag in for you. <laughs> yeah, I was going Dariah one night told... and like, I need this screw to be this measurement. But like, sure thing, boss. I'm just going to put a bunch of buttons on the machine and walk away. 
<laughs> you just like grab a screw from the already finished screws and give it to him. <laughs> Here, Here you go. go. <laughs> My job's done. <laughs> yeah, I think. Funny enough, I think the thing that I probably hate the work most about my work is probably all the paperwork that I have to do to say that That's I did these. Probably the working right. at like two in the morning. Nah, I try to be okay with working at two in the morning. No, I think it's the whole <laughs> all of your job is the part I would hate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Being able to listen to music is definitely a step up from Amazon. Yeah, it's really nice. Considering the job I had before this, I couldn't listen to music or anything. Yeah. Like the fact that I actually can now is a huge step up. That's true. Which, you... Yeah. Which I... Go on. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say which I actually have listened to some new music lately too, but I figure you guys cared less about that. <laughs> Since I'm the only one who likes the music I listen to. Uh, Sam also likes the music you listen I to. I listen to all kinds of music all the time. Well, I'm not all and goth music. And Viking shit. <laughs> yeah. I've mean, said cool, it before, but some of what I listen to is hardly qualifiable as music at a point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you say that until like you find like some of the weird um, abstract music that I listen to. Like the last two hours of the end of all, or the end of all things was like just static, basically. And that's technically listen, considered music. You listen to the whole. No, that's not. Te- no, that I will not give that. It technically is music. That is technically fucking static on a CD. Static. I, <laughs> I listened to a song that was just the intro of a bunch of other songs. God damn it! So. That's still that's still is technically music. <laughs> not when there's no rhyme or reason. It's just a bunch of them. At least listen but to like yeah, some no. fucking doom song. That's like the same slow sad rift over and over again for like 15 minutes i just for 20 minutes no it's more like done oh like actual like doom okay yeah i thought you meant like doom the game for a second no um yeah also robbie i did watch the fifth episode of lovecraft country today yeah, I tried watching that at work. That, that didn't work most, out very well. That is the goriest and most sexually depraved yeah. episode in the entire season. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, trying to watch that at work did not work out well for me. Like I was just like, as soon as that sex scene popped up in there, I was just like, Which "Oh one? fuck, someone's gonna." The first one. Okay. Like when, whenever that guy like walks to the door all beat up, and then they ask if it was the cops again. And then they just start doing it. Or That's like, a night. The cops? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yes, the cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's a relatively nice sex scene and like somewhat sexy compared to the other sex scenes that happen in this in the episode. You're saying the sex scene between the two guys is the sexy sex scene? No, no, the one before that. Was there one before that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. Okay. Sex. And then there's the gay sex scene. Which that yeah, one I was talking about the gay sex. Um, I was talking about the gay one because I, I tried watching it whenever I was at work and like during my lunch break. And there's other people in the room while I'm like in a corner hoping nobody sees my phone screen when that happened. That's also not the worst sex scene in that episode because there's a lot of sex scenes in that episode. Um, I mean, I work with a bunch of machinists. Like they see two dudes having sex on my phone screen. They're going to start asking a bunch of weird questions. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, you just tell them that you like to watch gay porn. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, they'll I'm... accept you for who you are. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah to- they're totally the type of people that would accept me if I came out as gay to them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Considering half of them, at least half of them, voted for Trump. Yeah. Um, but I was actually like not liking the tone that that story was going out through the episode because like man he's like so very clearly ashamed of like being gay and like he doesn't want to like kiss his boyfriend or anything like that even around like all their friends and stuff like that and then at the end it's like he finally accepts and it's like oh okay cool like they they did the thing they didn't just have him be like this there there is yeah there is definitely character growth throughout the show but it does make like i did watch that episode going like oh this makes much more sense to this character like just because, yeah. like, you hear these stories about these guys who, like, you know, were gay in the 50s and 60s and uh, how they had to try to hide it from everybody. And they just tried hiding it by being alcohol or being mean alcoholics all the time. Yeah. And usually they're <laughs> the ones who, like, you would hear about, like, these stories about these guys who were, like, were, like, were super, super in the closet. But they were aggressive about it to, like, the point wherever they were, like, uh, super homo. Like, they came off as super homophobic to, like, where they were actually violent towards people who are openly gay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, watching that, like, a bunch of pieces fell into place. But also trying to watch that at work did not work out very well. Especially between that and between how super fucking gory the episode was, yeah. Yeah, there's literally, like, seven scenes in that episode where another human's flesh is literally just plopping off of another human. Mm-hmm. Which is a really cool effect, and I would really like to see nice. how they did that. Um, also, yeah. it is a really cool. Scene, I would love to have like somebody walked up and you're watching like the very last scene in that episode, which is also a weird sex scene, and try to explain that to somebody. <laughs> like pretty much that whole episode, if somebody walked up behind me, I'd have to be- do the whole wait. I can't explain. But <laughs> yeah, that that episode, that episode was crazy. Yeah, it was cool though. Uh, but yeah, like that entire time I was watching that, I just had to like. I had I had this whole thought in my head of like I really hope so like I had to stop like I had to watch the rest of it at home because I tried watching it and I was just like nope like if someone walks up behind me I'm fucked more <laughs> fucked than the characters in this episode <laughs> which all of them fucked so much in that episode oh my god there's <laughs> yeah. so much sex <laughs> yeah <laughs> I will say uh, this though that 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 is the most sex in any episode but yeah like half that episode of people I, fucking so i would hope so yeah like i straight up could not watch that show at work after that episode though because i was just scared that someone was gonna <laughs> walk up behind me and see what i was watching <laughs> and like it's not even like i was like it's not like you're supposed to be working why are you watching porn it's like more of like why are you watching <laughs> porn at lunch kind of thing <laughs> yeah yeah if you were caught watching porn when you're working the machine everyone's like yeah no we get that working the machine is boring but on lunch that's sandwich time god damn it <laughs> At sandwich time, not hot dog time. Damn it. God. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that was like a whole big thing of me trying to watch that show during my lunch breaks. Nice. Um, and then, uh, Shock Lobster, you will be happy to know that I did start watching Letter Kenny. Oh. Um, I'm on the fence about it because it's not stupid like the writing is not stupid in it it's incredibly clever with how it treats all of its hick characters and the hick storylines and like none of the hicks ever feel like they're dumb hicks like they have very intelligent conversations just in an extremely stupid way which is kind of the point 
but it also kind of nails that small town life uh having like grown up in a town that in had a small 8, town people and then going to school in a town with five thousand until being an adult and moving to a town with ten thousand <laughs> um upgrades people upgrades yeah, yeah yeah now i'm in a town with like three million it's awful i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah now you still uh, hate that town with a thousand people but wish that you had it back without the horrible hick people uh, I don't wish no no I don't actually don't wish I had that back at all I just wish there were not three million maybe like one million that'd be cool I'd be cool with like one million people <laughs> anyway <laughs> fair um, I guess yeah um I don't hate Letter Kenny I, I I don't hate it but yeah there's an apostrophe at the end of that <laughs> I don't I don't know what to make of it because there was literally an entire episode where the characters make fart book where it's extremely juvenile. All of the characters in the show proclaim how extremely juvenile it is that they're making a Facebook for farts where you share your greatest farts with people. But the entire episode is used to mock social media and the downfalls that social media has and how annoying social media actually is through like this guise of, immature fart jokes and so it was humor like the base humor of it is like fart jokes ha 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 and but the rest of it is like man social media sucks right and so that was weird but also they got like the small town goth thing fucking down so that's cool um having a uh, siblings that were small town goths I think they nailed that vibe perfectly Maybe they look like they're on meth. Their eyes are a little too bloodshot the sometimes. <laughs> they're real pale. Has I, have I ever looked like I was on meth? You were real skinny, Sam. You no, were deathly skinny. I was not deathly skinny. You were I was deathly normal, skinny. chubby. You were deathly I, you say skinny. She was, you say she was deathly skinny from a guy who was like, what, 5 foot 10 and 120 pounds in high school? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> and at least 10 of those pounds was hair. Yeah. Uh, also, yes, I, uh, Shock Lobster in chat says, well, the skids are tweakers. So, yes, the goth kids in the show are actually on meth and stuff all the time. But still. Well, I don't know. There's some meth. They're goths. I don't know. It's Canada. No, I, don't I don't know how it works there. I don't like that. <laughs> it's just stereotyping. I don't like it. Is, wait, is goths being on meth a stereotype? Is that like the thing? Yeah. No, just being druggies. Oh, well, I, I would say that's mostly true. I would say that's not. Then so you're true. part of the problem, Jariah. Actually, you are part of the problem. <laughs> well, I'm going to say uh, haters. The, the goth haters gonna hate. kid that I hung out with in high school uh, <laughs> resemble the tweakers in that show quite well. So that's fair. Yeah. They fucking the ones that it. we hung out with. Yeah. I mean, you also lived in a small town. Exactly. They nailed the small town thing really well. Um, which is what? why it's like, which like I, if they do it really well and I'm like, man, they really did nail like this entire aspect of it. But also I'm like, man, I fucking, this just reminds me of a small town. And I, I'm kind of annoyed having to watch this because it reminds me of all the stupid fucking people that they clearly also lived around. Uh, but then there's like really clever humor here and there that like keeps me kind of watching. So I don't know. You're on the fence. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, Shocky says, it isn't that true. Absinthe and opiates get romanticized a bit with the goth scene, but I didn't hang out with abusers in the clique. Um, I don't know if I would call the friends we hung out with as abusers, but they definitely liked drugs. But also, I wouldn't call them goth either, because goth is a music-based subculture. <laughs> yeah, okay, gatekeeper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, they listen to gothic music, too. I doubt it. That being said, the ones that I... Yeah, they did. No, I very much doubt it. But they did. We're we're telling you they did. So, no, like, what do you consider goth music? I don't know, the shit you listen to. Hmm. Like, they... Do you want to keep going there, you guys? I think most people don't know what it is, so... Just saying. <laughs> okay, gatekeeper. Yeah, I'm not a you, gatekeeper, but can, kind of am because, your like, subculture. Oh, no, like, <laughs> literally, the only thing that makes a person goth is if they listen to the music, and most people don't even know what the music is. So fuck you. <laughs> bad, bad. <laughs> no. Yeah, if the music sucks. You're goth, being that's real dick about goths. <laughs> <laughs> so are you. <laughs> You're super gatekeeping it, even. <laughs> Not gatekeeping if that's just what it is. Well, you definitely put. I mean, apparently game. you can't even name the music either. We asked I you to name it, and you're just like, it's just much. certain music. No, um, I can't. Definitely like Panic at the Disco. That's definitely not Panic at the Disco. <laughs> yeah, they definitely weren't listening to Panic at the Disco. No, 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 no. No, like that weird Al Yankovic. Like, definitely like they were the like, friends that I'm trying to think of the music that they listen to because you're asking us to remember shit that happened whenever we were in high school. Or actually, no, you're asking us to remember the music that was playing in the background while shit happened in high school. Yeah, you should. I'm just saying. We're older than you, E. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting weirdly angry about it. <laughs> um, like a good example, like. But like the friends we went to are the ones who went to like the uh the Heyman Fire concert that happened in Alamosa, which apparently was a way better uh metal band that are than should have been playing in Alamosa at the time. Um they listened to like stuff like Cradle of Filth and That's not goth. uh How's that not goth? It's not goth. How is it not goth? Sorry, you're the gatekeeper. I should have questioned no. your gatekeeping. No, uh, they also like, li- just look they it also up. listen it's to the like, cure. Wanna be the cure is well, I guess it could be. Yeah, they also <laughs> the listen to something like the cure. Well, uh, they also on the uh, era of the cure. Okay, gatekeeper. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not God. I'm just like, okay, fucking don't listen to what's goth from the actual goth in this fucking. <laughs> not even that way. Just like I didn't think Dry talking about hillbillies on meth. <laughs> I'm just saying that they're stereotypes and don't be shitty about it. <laughs> yeah, don't stereotype people. It's rude. Yeah, don't stereotype people. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay, so a saying that... <laughs> so even though that they wore the clothes and listened to music that may not be exactly what you listen to, but are, is clothes. No, it's just not goth music. <laughs> Sam, why not to put the stereotype, Sam? <laughs> what? 
Why do they have to fit the stereotype? Yeah, why do they have to fit the exact stereotype then? <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. <laughs> we're doing this now? Yep, that's what we're Apparently, doing. Apparently, yeah, this is what it's come down to. <laughs> <laughs> also, I named two bands and you automatically like, nope, they're not goth. The Cure, some of The Cure is goth, yes. But, <laughs> but only on, some though. of it. Yeah. And then Cradle Felt is not goth. They're like wannabe <laughs> black metal, but they're not. They're not goth. Yeah, so anyway. On the I mean, so yeah, because also Sisters because yes. Plus also pre-YouTube, we were also had all our, and at the small town we listened to, we had all of the, um, we were able to find all the like, you know, subculture goth music that was hard to find. Yeah, to that find was definitely a thing for people who didn't have internet. So, in uh, Hollywood news <laughs> about, <laughs> just cut the tension with a knife. No, uh, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> you go fuck yourself. <laughs> Holmes and also, all- Jeremy, <clears throat> Jeremy says goth is an old dying scene, and no, it's not dead. Goth still exists. There's still. I mean, the people keep gatekeeping them, not really. No, there's still a lot of people, oh bands God. putting out goth music. <laughs> and it's not gatekeeping. Not gatekeeping if it's just it's a music based subcult subculture. Uh-oh. Why would like would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> 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 I would also say no, that those like, are the friends who. Uh, I would say they're yourself... also the friends who. Go on, sorry. You wouldn't call yourself a metalhead if you don't listen to metal. That's just fucking stupid. Why would you call yourself goth if you don't listen to goth music? I mean, I listen to other things other than metal music. You missed the point. No, it's there. just. It's an example. <laughs> it's an example. It's a music-based subculture, and most people are not aware of that. But anyway, it's not gatekeeping, so go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <sighs> that was fun. <laughs> Apparently, Grandpa still exists, according to Shock Lobster. That's actually a really bold take, I think. I don't think Grandpas do exist, actually. You have any takes on that, Sam? What do you think about grandpas? And she's gone. Okay. That seems fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, in some Hollywood news, uh, Oscar Isaac was cast as Solid Snake. Yeah, I remember seeing something about that. Yeah, I think he'd be a good fit. I mean, I guess I'll, like most things that are, are video game related going into the Hollywood medium, I'll stay cautiously optimistic. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's he's a really great actor, but great actor does not mean great film, as we saw with Assassin's Creed. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that is like 90 percent of the video game or yeah, video game based media going into Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Uh, big news. A uh, huge thing for uh, trans awareness. Um, the actress formerly known as Ellen Page, it has come out as trans. 
Um, he is now Elliot Page. I did remember so, hearing about that one too. Yeah, uh, that one was actually on Philip DeFranco that I heard that one. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. So he is having all of his credits changed on all of, like the Netflix stuff, and I think his IMDb IMDb page is also updated from what I can see. Um, he is still going to be starring in Umbrella Academy as well, much to the woes of angry internet people. He, repeat that one more time. He's going to be playing in what now? He's still going to be starring in Umbrella Academy on Netflix, much oh, to the okay. woes of a bunch of angry internet peoples. Um, yeah, that's cool. I think that helps yeah, awareness quite him. a bit on the... Uh, on the matter, so that's cool. Um, and really, really, really big news that is also uh, kind of um, s- surprising, I would say, in a way, but also frightening for movie theaters. Uh, WB has said their whole 2021 film slate is going to be releasing on HBO Max as well. Starting with Wonder Woman. Uh, and the more important, Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry also. Yes, you're you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how it's going to work is that it'll be coming out day and date as theaters, as the box office opens for theaters on HBO Max. And you have 30 days from that uh, first initial day to watch it. And after 30 days, it's off HBO Max and it'll stay in the box office for its normal run for whatever that normal run would be. And then all of the rest of the uh, Blu-rays and 4Ks and stuff like that, all that release schedule will stay exactly the same from the looks of it. Um, But I think it's actually kind of a smart move, especially with how unsure the box office and things being open due to COVID is going to be all of next year. Um. Yeah, because like it's going to be, I think it's something like 14 or 15 movies in total from WB that are supposed to be coming out next year. Um, Kong versus Godzilla is one of them that I was really looking forward to, so I'm glad that's still going to be coming out. And then Dune is uh, obviously in there as well, so that's cool. So I can just watch those on HBO and not have to go and pay like $45 and like another $80 for snacks. That's cool. Um, I mean, but also I know that you're kind of worried about that considering the fact that the theater is kind of dying because of this pandemic and we're not sure if it'll come back or if it does in what form it's going to come back. Right. Um, I am fairly afraid that it will. Oh, well, I'm not afraid. Movie theater is going to die. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what's going to happen. Uh, they're not going to have the yeah, revenue to come keep... back as a retro thing. I mean, there will still be some theaters open, I assume, but it's definitely not going to be the same level that they have been throughout the last few years. And uh, I think that that's going to affect the movie industry in a pretty big way. And we're going to see, uh, we're not going to see the gigantic budgets that we've been seeing for like Marvel movies and stuff like that. I think it's going to be a lot of lower budget stuff for a long, long time. Um, which may be good, maybe bad. Maybe they uh, it will force directors and creators to be more creative. Who knows? Yeah. In a lot of ways, we have seen a lot of movies in the past that were more creative because they had a shoestring budget. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and then in some news that I figured out thanks to Liz and her watching Christmas movies and family Netflix movies is uh, Liz learned and told me that there is a whole Christmas Prince extended universe, actually. <laughs> um, Why? Christmas King show up? No, there's a Netflix movie called like Twitches, not Twitches. That's that's a different thing. Um, I forget what's it's like some sort of like the Christmas twin or something. And then like there's a sequel for it. And that has like triplets. I forget the name of the movie. Uh, if Liz is still there, if you could say it in the chat, that would be great. Cause I cannot remember it at all. <laughs> I still really like the idea. Just crossed over with Twitches. That just sounds amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, like for this other, like, uh, royalty Netflix comedy Hallmark ripoff thing. Um, during the wedding, the characters from the Christmas Prince are just there in character, and apparently, it uh, continues their story, or like it shows them after their story from the third Christmas Prince. So there's just a Christmas Prince extended universe now, I guess. Hmm. So that's a thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. It feels gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, and not even normal gross. It feels Hallmark gross. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real not great at all. <laughs> all right. Um, well, I think that's a great way to end the show because things got real tense there. <laughs> yeah. It's all you know, with all fault. the gatekeeping. Definitely. It's all Robbie's fault now. <laughs> okay, yeah, it's all my fault. Hey Sam, sure. can you can you come back just for the for the end here? If you could just if you could just come back if you haven't if you didn't just completely leave, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think um Sam, it's dark. Okay, (laughs) cool. Sam, I want to apologize for letting the the conversation go on as long as I did, and for pushing it as far as I did. Okay. Okay. I'm still not going to pay you. (laughs) Well, then fuck you, (laughs) buddy. <laughs> um all right. Um anything else from anyone? Uh I guess to end on like a lighter note, um I uh, stuff. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um <laughs> I was debating which one to talk about cuz <laughs> <laughs> I'm going so I Europe I did tell Dry about this recently, so. but it, it it's kind of hit or it's kind of hit like a a wall on my end. Is uh, I found a Steam link out in the wild recently. However, because oh, yeah. I found it at a pawn, I found it at a pawn shop, and like it has literally everything with it, but the cow- or but but the power cable, so I can't use it. And apparently, <laughs> like those things are super fucking proprietary. Great. Great. Yeah. <laughs> so you bought a $30 box you can't use. More or less, yeah. 
nice. until I can like find until I can find a universal power supply that'll actually work with it. <laughs> awesome. Other than All that, right. um, whenever I, like last time I made a purchase on Amazon, I also got myself a new plushie. I now have, or I am now the proud owner of a taco plushie. Ooh, I do like tacos and plushies. Yeah, same here. That's why I bought it. <laughs> oh, like, Shock Lobster says literally... in the chat, he put cinnamon and hot cocoa for the first time tonight, and it was rad. Dope. Yeah, that's pretty great. I've never thought about that. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've never put cinnamon and hot cocoa. Why? It's pretty amazing, honestly. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I want to try that yeah. at some point when I eventually drink hot cocoa again. You know, we definitely can't drink hot cocoa because the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that's how it works. Hot cocoa gives you COVID-19. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like, that, that, that is a little bit weird to me that you've never tried that. But I remember as a kid, like your mom actually gave me hot cocoa and gave me a cinnamon stick to drink it through. And it was fucking what? amazing. Yeah, like I never got straw? that once. That was like at your guys' church. I never got that. Are you sure you never got that? Yeah, because I definitely Cause I tried, tried that, that with your family. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if anybody wants to get hold of us on social media or through email, you can do that on the email at the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. We're on social media, Podbean here, obviously, and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, last ones in, last ones in podcast. Great stuff there. We have really, really great stories coming out of our Instagram page, managed by Sam here. Uh, she is fucking killing it. She's putting time, she's putting in the work. It all looks fantastic. Very appreciative of it. And silence on her end. <laughs> yeah, she's she's done. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, if you're listening to this, um, I hope you are also listening to our end of the year content. because That was really fun to record and put together. Um, yeah. That'll that that has three more weeks of coming out, and then we'll have our bonus Christmas episode that we have yet to record that we gotta get on next week. Um, yeah, thank you everybody out there for listening. Thank you E for joining. Yeah, thank you Robbie for joining. Of course, and thank you Sam for joining. Yep. <laughs> also, we are sorry. <laughs> um all right everybody out there hope you have an amazing week hope you have just a really great holiday uh time thing happening hanukkah uh kwanzaa christmas i don't know many holidays uh everybody have have a a great week we'll talk to you next week bye bye